and welcome to the Mindful Shape Podcast. This is Paula Parker. Body image. Okay, let's talk about this. This is something that I have literally been working on my whole life and I'm really glad to see so much more body acceptance and body positivity in culture. I mean, now more than ever, we're seeing more diversity in the media about uh, body and a general attitude of acceptance of different body types. In some ways, you've probably noticed the same thing, and maybe you've also noticed the backlash towards diet culture with things like haze, healthy at every size, and all in, in which women are going from extreme restriction to now eating anything and everything in an attempt to recalibrate their hunger and satiation cues and finally reach their natural body weight. I, for one, am so glad for this shift, and I think that it has definitely had a more positive effect on women and girls than, say, what I grew up trying to emulate, which was this heroin chic type look, like the Kate Moss body, for which some of us is not our natural weight and will never be. And aiming for that only leads to serious physical and psychological damage. But what I've also noticed is these anti-dieting communities can be just another form of black and white, us versus them mentality. Once again, telling women how they should relate to their bodies. So in this episode, I'm going to explore the current landscape of diet culture and body image and offer my perspective in hopes that it may help you navigate this for yourself. I won't spend much time on diet culture because I know you are all really familiar with this, but just so that we're on the same page, what I'm referring to here is basically the ideal of the thin or super lean body uh, at any cost with no regard to health. The idea that if you're thin, you're healthy, which of course we know that you can't tell how healthy someone is by their body size alone. Okay, so now let's look at body positivity. There actually isn't an agreed upon definition on what body positivity is, but I did some research and essentially it's a social movement rooted in the belief that all human beings should have a positive body image while also challenging the ways in which society presents and views the physical body. It actually is the convergence of two movements, the fat acceptance movement from the 1960s pioneered by black and queer women to fight discrimination in public spaces, workspaces, and doctor's offices. Fat positivity, which is more a reaction to fat shaming, and body positivity, which is more of a commercial self-esteem movement, came later on. So it's a bit convoluted because there are those who say being body positive and accepting your body is not possible if you're trying to lose weight. That body positivity and body acceptance are juxtaposed to weight loss attempts. And I totally get that too. Like, I'm not even that comfortable using the term weight loss in all of my communication for a mindful shape because I'm such a firm believer that no one has to lose any weight, you know? And I definitely don't want to be part of the machine that endorses the concept that you must be lean to be accepted and loved and by others and by yourself. And I also acknowledge that I've been influenced by the sociological effects the beauty industry has had on me. I think I would have to be pretty naive if I thought I was immune to it. And at the same time, you know, I want to have a slimmer body too. And I choose to believe that that's an empowering choice because I'm making the decision 
And it's ambiguous because it's like, well, am I really? Or am I still being manipulated by societal norms? Yes, I see the paradox. But here's the thing. It doesn't really matter the reason for my goal. It doesn't really matter the reason for your goal or why you're trying to lose weight. We are all striving for something because we think we're going to be happier for it, right? That's true for weight loss. That's true for money. That's true for meeting your future husband. We think that when we get there, our lives are going to be better. We're going to feel happier on a day-to-day basis. And why we think those things will make us happier is complex. It's both societal and personal and subjective. And if we've done the work on ourselves, we understand cognitively that we are totally enough, just as we are. And our work on a daily basis is really just not buying into the huge lie that we are inadequate, that we are fundamentally broken, but if we just buy this or that, or finally attain this or that, we will be fixed, at least temporarily. Of course, it's one thing to know this conceptually, but the work is practicing in this. And how do we do that? It's compassion. It all leads back to compassion to ourselves and others. And that, as I see it, is what is really missing from the fat shaming and diet culture and the weight loss shaming that got mixed up in body positivity and body acceptance. So what happens if we live from compassion and apply these two paradigms? Here's what I mean. We take the best from both sides and just disregard the rest. From diet culture, we take the science on fat loss. We take what we know about how our bodies use food as fuel. We know that when we eat whole foods in appropriate quantities and we don't overeat, we won't gain weight. We know that when we move our bodies, we gain muscle, which speeds up our metabolism, as well as our cardiovascular health and flexibility. We know that if we drink more water and we don't drink all our calories, like in one of those like crazy Starbucks drinks or Slurpees or something, but instead we eat foods that have a lot of fiber, we'll be less hungry and we won't need to eat as much food. We also know that if we've been used to overeating at meals or grazing all day, we will feel hungry when we eat smaller amounts or we cut out snacking. This is not unnatural. This is just our body recalibrating. So our ghrelin, which is the hunger hormone, and leptin, the satiation hormone, those cues are getting into alignment now with our natural weight. This is when compassion becomes a practical application. Can we be compassionate with our hunger? It's really hard. We have to know that our bodies are recalibrating during the weight loss process. Can we be compassionate with the self, the authentic self, who is suffering in an overweight body? The self who wants to know what it feels like to live life at her natural weight, to feel fully self-expressed, to feel that her outside matches her inside. Where is the compassion for her? It is not stuffing more food in her body when there is to, to the point of discomfort. That is not the compassionate choice. The compassionate choice is honoring the process, discomfort and all. And what can we take from body positivity? We stop fat shaming ourselves. We love our bodies for what they can do, not for what they look like. 
You don't have to love your cellulite, but please don't hate yourself for it either because you are so much more than your body and your cellulite. And if you're like me, body acceptance feels like a reach some days, let alone body positivity or loving your body. So if that's you too, and I get it, I'm also learning and trying to get better at this, but here's how I'm working on it. I'm thinking of it as a relationship. And like any other long-term relationship, you're going to have ups and downs, but you need to invest in it and you need to be kind to one another. You need to start looking for the good. So I'm focused on what my body can do, like how flexible, agile, and strong it is. Those are the things that I'm looking at. How my legs are not long and lean, but they do take me everywhere I need to go without a problem. And that curves are sexy and bones are sexy too. That our bodies are these strange and wonderful creations with paradoxes. But I don't think you have to love your body shape to love yourself. Years ago when I was going through a particularly rocky patch in the relationship, I would have to see my reflection every day in the floor to ceiling mirrors of the elevator at my work. And I wouldn't like what I saw. And through my coaching, I would just tell myself, say in my head, I love myself anyway. I would see the reflection and I would just say that I love myself anyways. And that felt empowering and that got me through it. And it put me in a better mental headspace to take inspired action with my eating and fitness. So I hope this gives you a new way to square the body positivity movement with your weight loss efforts. You get to have both because you get to decide what to take from each. Practice compassion and create what your weight loss is about for you. You decide the meaning. Maybe for some, the wellness journey looks like accepting and loving their body at their current weight, whether that's size 6 or size 16. And for some of us, the wellness journey includes weight loss and is about learning and growing while we move toward the size that we think is right for us, our natural body weight. So one last thing I'll just mention is that as part of my own growth and journey, I am trying to be more... Uh, let's say open about my own personal journey and this podcast is part of it and also um, my emails uh, once a week is part of that so every Friday I send out a self-coaching question and that is designed to help you develop your own self-coaching practice and then I also offer up my own personal reflections or personal journey in that so if you are interested in coming on the inside um, into my sacred space um please feel free to sign up. That is on my website. You can just sign up there. It's mindfulshape.com. And I hope to include you on that list. Thanks so much. Bye. Hey, if you like this podcast, feel free to find me on my website at mindfulshape.com or Instagram at mindful underscore shape. You can also book a free mini session with me to take this work deeper and see what coaching one-on-one is like. You can book that mini session on my website. I hope to see you there. Bye.